0: Welcome back to the Maroon White Audible. I'm Ethan Lee. This is a podcast. We are recording live from Ethan Lee's apartments, master bedrooms, bathrooms, closet, which is the Maroon White Audible studio. For those of you that aren't familiar, uh, the Maroon White Audible is a podcast made possible by Fansided, which owns Maroon White Nation, which owns which doesn't. I don't, I don't know if they own this podcast or not. Regardless, they make it possible. They very well might own this podcast. I just speak on it. Um, my name's Ethan Lee. I'm the host here. I'm one of the site experts over at Marine White Nation. It's game day. It's actually game day. We're doing a podcast on game day. Um, I just threw my hat on the ground for emphasis. For those of y'all that didn't know what that noise was. I haven't been podcasting lately. I've been busy. But, we're going to talk about Mississippi State football. Because it's happening today as we record. Um, yeah, hopefully y'all get to listen to this before the, before the game starts. If not, I totally understand too. I just, please listen and subscribe. Go check us out on iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play. Let's jump into it. We're going to talk about Mississippi State football today. We're going to talk about, um, the Bulldogs game against Louisiana Lafayette. We're going to talk about, a little bit about, some of the circumstances around this game some of what's happening with this game there's some special events um and then we're also going to touch a little bit on uh a player that left the mississippi state football program and and pretty much wrap it up there we're gonna we're gonna go short we're gonna make this content quick easy to listen hopefully we'll see what happens um and then of course we will be back i will be back uh later when life is not so crazy um, more podcast episodes coming soon. Check us out on iTunes, Spreaker. What's the other one? Google Play. Yeah. So tonight, six thirty p.m. Central Time, everybody's real actual time. Um, Mississippi State plays against Louisiana Lafayette, the Ragin' Cajuns. They're coming up to Starkville. Mississippi State's gonna play them. Um, both of these fan bases. Mississippi State and Louisiana Lafayette very familiar with the impacts of hurricanes. This game has been moved to ESPN2 because of Hurricane Florence. Um, I will say this. I'm a Houstonian. I've seen several hurricanes in my lifetime. Um, Hurricane Florence is devastating the Carolina Ghost, and this this game being moved football is like at the bottom of the pecking order for what is actually seriously happening in the world right now um i am absolutely praying for everyone on the east coast right now in the carolinas those that are being affected by this storm um thinking of y'all praying for y'all i will be doing all the research i can next coming days Um, to find links on how to raise funds for hurricane relief. Uh, We will be sharing those on Rune White Nation. We'll be putting all of that information there. But just right now, um, if you're curious, Google how to help hurricane relief. There's going to be results there, and you can go do that anytime you want. You don't necessarily need me to go find the links for you, but coming monday coming sunday depending on timing of everything um in our new daily feature of almost daily feature of links posts which i'm just going to be putting links out um for y'all to go find again aggregating them there will be hurricane relief links in there because that's important that's a cause that it's a little a little close to home for me and i'm sure mississippi state louisiana lafayette fans everybody can understand that um, but this game, because of games being canceled, rescheduled, postponed, um, Mississippi State, Louisiana, Lafayette has been moved to ESPN2 for that, um, yeah, again, we are thinking of and praying for everyone impacted by this storm, um, and again, again, we are going to post up, uh, information on how to help Hurricane Florence victims, um, Did that over at from the Cowbell Tools, we're gonna do it here because it's the right thing to do. It's it's the least, literally the least I can do. And I I wanna find ways to help. So if you are limited like I am, post links, share them, people will benefit from that. May seem very minimal, but someone will see it, someone will be moved, someone will donate. Um and I'm going to be checking my budget to see what I can donate. So Mississippi State, Louisiana Lafayette, we're going to get into the game. Um, y'all didn't come here for me to ramble about the uh, anything, really, besides this game. Um, Mississippi State should win big. They absolutely should win big. I think the spread was 33 points last I saw, something like that. Um, Bill Connolly predicted that Mississippi State is going to win, I think, by like 22 points. That Louisiana Lafayette's going to cover. They very well might. They're, they're a decent program um, that has, in the past decade, trended up. A lot of that has to do with Mark Hudspeth. Um, but Billy Napier, very good coach. At least appears early on to be a very good head coach. He's building his program in the model of Nick Saban's Alabama, Kirby Smart's Georgia. He is He's going with that sort of mold. I don't know if you can do that scale down at a program like Louisiana Lafayette. We're going to find out. Um the Bulldogs, there's a few questions about this team, about this game um first one I have pertains to how is the passing game going to perform here? Nick Fitzgerald didn't have the best game in the world uh, against Kansas State it was his first game back from injury first game in this system how is that going to work for Fitzgerald his receivers, how are we going to get moving here? um Is all of the rust going to be, uh, shaken off, broken up, and will this passing game actually get moving, or are we going to see more of the same from a week ago? Is it going to take more time to get this passing offense going, clicking efficiently? I think you'll see this offense work as Joe Moorhead has hoped and designed to be determined. Um second question I have is kind of a the next two are a little bit more lighthearted Um, will Kylan Hill get over 200 total yards again in this game a week ago he rushed for over 200 yards he outgained the entire Kansas State offense Kylan Hill is really good Um, one thing you're going to see as he continues to dominate continues to do really well uh, the rest of the country is going to get to know Kylan Hill that's just What's going to happen um is he going to get over 200 yards i think he might the only limiting factor there is whether or not joe moorhead pulls him early um pertaining I mean, we'll see what happens um that all depends on the score you know mississippi state mississippi state if the bulldogs are up big expect him to be pulled uh start working some of the younger running backs maybe Eris williams gets back in i don't know um but I would expect to see Kylan Hill have a really big game here. And the third question I've got here, how many sacks is the defensive... Uh, de, Easy for me to say. How many sacks will the defense... Will the... Oh, gosh. Cannot words today. How many sacks will the defensive line get against Louisiana Lafayette? Boom. Say that five times fast. I can't. Can only say it like one out of three times. Kansas State, we week ago, one of the best offensive lines that Mississippi State will face all season. They created a lot of pressure for the Wildcats. Bulldogs got after the quarterbacks there. There are two quarterbacks. Um, and in Manhattan, Mississippi State's defense front looked good. I would expect it to look good against Louisiana Lafayette. I would expect it to look even better. I think this game is going to be a little bit more similar to the Bulldogs' first game of the season. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if... If Louisiana Lafayette, coming off of a bye week, has some innovative sort of plays to get Mississippi State kind of off balance, defensively, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, all things considered, this is a game that the Bulldogs should win big. I think they are going to win big. Um, I don't know if you can necessarily call this revenge for Mark Hudspeth, who is arguably the best coach in Louisiana Lafayette's history and uh, was canned recently Um, but I I'm going to call it revenge from Mark Hudspeth if nobody else will, I will just for the heck of it Um, yeah, from 2011 to 2014 he won 36 games only lost 16 took him to four bowls won them all um, the last three seasons weren't so great for Hudspeth that could have been a lot better uh, But, you know, NCAA issues and, and things of that sort, losing a bowl game there, three losing seasons, got him canned. Rightfully so, probably. Um, but Hudspeth, one of the best in Louisiana Lafayette's history. There's not a lot of great things about their football history. Hudspeth was a bright spot for a few years. Um, but I would not... I guess you can't technically call this revenge because it's not, a, it's not a rivalry game or anything like that. There's probably no, like, deep bad blood there between Hudspeth and the Rage Agents Cajuns that I know of, at least. Um, I'd expect Mississippi State to win big. I don't know if they'll cover. Um, let's go with the score of Mississippi State. Yeah, let's go 56. Louisiana Lafayette. Uh... 24. Let's go with that. So that's not covering. but Um... And I think a lot of people would be frustrated that Louisiana Lafayette scores 24. Um... I think this offense might surprise some people. We'll see just how good it is. Um... I could be surprised. Uh... But I I do think Louisiana Lafayette is going to be... You know... Trending in the right direction sooner rather than later. With their current head coach. Um... So, yeah, but at halftime of this game, there, there is a very special event happening um, at halftime. Mississippi State is going to retire Alex Wilcox's jersey. Um, in case you didn't know, Alex Wilcox, freshman softball player last year, passed away from fighting ovarian cancer. Uh, we have written extensively about it over at Ren White Nation. Such an inspiring story. Um, and Mississippi State is honoring her today her life, uh, her story, she is a Mississippi State legend. Um, she's the first female student athlete to ever have her number retired at Mississippi State. Um, it's, it's a very hard story, but it it is one, hers is a story of perseverance. Hers is a story that inspires others. Um, because no one fights alone, but yeah, no, Alex Wilcox passed away at a young age, Her story reached China Um, I know Ole Miss and the rest of the SEC was wearing teal ribbons as a way of honoring her Um, the Mississippi State football team is going to have specialized uh, special special customized decals on their helmets Um, Alex Wilcox was such an inspiring individual the way she fought ovarian cancer Um, I am glad that I got to write her story I'm sad that I never got to meet her um, but she is someone that all reports show that she was fighting cancer with a smile on her face she was playing softball uh, collegiate, division one, SEC softball um, Van Studeman in, in, in interviews has referenced how you know Alex was fighting for her life and was playing softball for us um, and Mississippi State should honor that and they are honoring that. There's going to be a memorial service tomorrow, Sunday. It's open to the public. You can find information about that. Um, the Mississippi State Twitter account, I kn- like softball Twitter account, I know is going to share that information again. Um, yeah, it's a tough story. It's a heartbreaking story, but it's an inspiring one, and I, uh, I am glad that Mississippi State is doing the right thing here and honoring her. So, that all happened at halftime. Um, final story, of uh, the final topic we're going to discuss here is uh, Jamal Couch reportedly transferring from Mississippi State. Um, this is not an ideal situation. It's not the best situation, but it's the situation that has presented itself. Uh, Couch wasn't getting playing time this season, didn't get much the past two seasons. I thought he'd be the sort of candidate to have a breakout year He's a 6'4", 6'5", rangy, long, lanky receiver. And he uh, is, is not going to um, play for the Bulldogs any longer. He came in as a three-star athlete. I think the Bulldogs beat out like Florida State, Florida, Alabama, Auburn for this guy. Um, but it doesn't matter now. He's transferring on, and you know, I think he's got 300 receiving yards to his career, a couple of touchdowns it's a bummer all things considered with this situation it's a bummer um it's frustrating to lose any sort of athlete but it's not totally unexpected brandon bryant left the team in the summer um his circumstances situation i believe were a little bit different but you know this is not something that's totally unexpected with a new coach coming in new coaching staff new offense these, th- these things will happen. Um, Mississippi State's still going to be set a wide receiver. But in theory, this could impact depth. Um, if the Bulldogs catch an injury bug or anything like that, uh, that that would that could theoretically be a problem. I don't know if it will, but it, it, in theory it might. Um, I think the Bulldogs will still be fine. There's, there's plenty of receivers there, plenty of tight ends. Um... I'm just hoping that uh, in general you should hope that nobody gets injured but specifically wide receiver hoping nobody gets hurt um and regardless regardless of it all jamal couch good luck to you Uh, i'm sorry it didn't work out in mississippi state um it's it's unfortunate but i do hope you have success wherever your next stop is in the future um please don't go somewhere like, you know, in the SEC West, but regardless, good luck, um, and that's, that's the end of the Merinoid Audible here, again, check the show out on Spreaker, iTunes, um, you can tweet at us, oh, wait, no, also Google Play, you can tweet at us, tweet at me, uh, at MWN underscore podcast, or at Lee Ethan J, Ethan Lee, um, whatever, Um, and yeah, get ready for Mississippi State football, guys.